0: so much to the Color and Chaos podcast. Right now I'm uh, recording live on Facebook Live. I'm also recording this to be able to be recorded for YouTube later and also recording this on audio. So this fancy mic that you see right here, um, if you're watching on Facebook Live right now, um, you will not be getting the audio from this fancy mic, but you'll be getting it from... How I'm recording Facebook Live right now. So um, thank you so much for tuning in. I figured that I'll try something different, something new uh, for today's episode. So I usually record on Tuesday nights, Tuesday nights or Wednesdays um, when I can. But I thought tonight um, I would stream this on Facebook Live for those that could be able to tune in, and I would also record it for later. So basically, if you've never been able to be a part of Color and Chaos, Ka- Color and Chaos, this ministry, this this podcast, this platform exists in order to. Um, Be able to be a voice that cries out that even in the moments of chaos, that we have a creator, savior, and sustainer that is doing so much and is working actively in our lives. And it's sometimes in the moments of pain, confusion, and hurt, and trials, all those moments, those are the moments that we cry out for so much more than anything this world can offer. And I know when I look back at my life, I see so many moments, even before I came to to know Jesus as Lord, I know I've seen so many moments of the Lord meeting me in my chaos and showing me hope when there is no reason I should have felt hope. I would be honored to be able to open up today's episode, uh, no matter where you're at, no matter how you're watching this, or maybe you're listening to this later on iTunes or on the Google Music Play Store. No matter how you're partaking in this, I would be honored if I can pray for you um, and I would be very arrogant. I say this a lot in uh, in in the episodes. I would be very arrogant to assume that anybody that is partaking in this um, is going through just like awesome things in their life right now. I know um, if 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 I'm being honest that I, I know it's a lot of the times when I was seeking the Lord the most, it's been the moments of heartache and hardship. So if, if right now you are watching this or you're listening to this and right now you're saying, look, I do not know what's going on in my life. I, do, I, I feel shattered. I feel in pieces. I feel hurt. I feel broken. Um, then I want to encourage you to, uh, to, to stay here and uh, let us wrestle in this together. Let's wrestle in this chaos together. I just want to pray for you. I want to ask the Lord to be with us, to be with me, to be with you um, through this time that we have together. So, Lord God, just thank you so much for who you are and what you're doing. Thank you so much that you are real that you are active that you love us that you pursue after us lord i thank you so much for what you have done in my life and what you are doing in my life lord thank you that you never settle in us thank you so much that everything that i've been through in my life lord you have not wasted a single thing and lord there's so much i have yet to learn there's so much that you have yet to show me um, but Lord, I just pray for those that are watching and listening to this right now and that will watch and listen to this. Lord, you know what they are going through. Lord, you know the plans that you have for them. And uh, Lord, I just pray that you will meet them in their brokenness. You will meet them even in their joy, Lord. But ultimately, at the end of the day, Lord, may we never settle for what this world can offer. Lord, we were made for so much more than anything this world can offer. And Lord, on the best days, Lord, you are still better. Lord, on our worst days, Lord, you are so much greater than anything that we can fill in the moment. So Lord, just please be with me um, through uh, today's episode and through this moment. Lord, please be with me and help me be able to be clear and concise. Lord, uh, be with those that will be able to listen and watch this. Lord, I pray that you meet them Um, in ways that they are not expecting right now maybe uh, maybe they do know you maybe they don't know you but wherever they're at in their walk with you lord i pray that you will just meet them and uh, just uh, just radically change our lives lord help us be more um, like you and less like the things that are just going to perish when we die but we need you lord in your name we pray and we surrender amen amen maybe right now you're seeing the title of today's episode baking cookies in a revolution, baking cookies in a revolution. You might be like, Jonah, what in the world does that have to do with anything that we're talking about right now? You know, recently, one of the things that the Lord has been chiseling away on, on my heart and you might be like, well, Joni, like you're a pastor and everything. You have it all together. No. Like, if, if you look at pastors, if you look at at people that 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 are in ministry and, and you think they have it all together, you don't know the gospel. We are all broken. We are all sinners. Like we're all in this together. Like we all need Jesus. And and I know one of the things the Lord has been working on me recently and and, and, and things that I've just been wrestling with the Lord about is, is the idea of comfort. And <laughs> Goodness gracious, I I recently I had I had a dream. I had a dream, I think it was about like four, four days ago, I had this dream. And and one thing that you need to know about me is I don't have cable. I don't have I don't like watch the news all the time or anything like that. Um, And, and I say all that to say that in this dream, like I know this dream was not influenced by something I saw or 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 some movie that I watched or anything like that. It was just, it just it just has radically been just wrecking my life. But I had this dream recently. And in my dream, I was just like thrown into, I don't know how to describe it. It, it was like chaos. It was like a war. Um, but I remember just as I think about it, it, the only word that comes to my mind is like revolution. It was like a revolution. And I remember in my dream, and I'm trying to paint this picture for you so you can follow with me as you're listening or watching this. But in my dream recently, I remember just being in the middle of like this revolution. And all I know is that there was just like tons and tons of people. It was like a sea of people all around me. And I, I, it didn't feel like I was here where I'm living in the United States. It didn't really feel like here. It, it felt like somewhere foreign, somewhere just it, all I remember seeing is a lot of dirt and a lot of sand, a lot of dirt and sand. And and there wasn't really like tall buildings or anything around, but, but there's tons of people and they were angry, and they were violent, and they were just, they were just, there There was no conversating, it was just like one side yelling to another, and it seemed like all these people were like broken up into different like factions, or maybe different countries, I don't know, but it was just all these people, and if, if you could just picture it with me, I remember just hearing all these loud yelling, and chanting, and, and like there was like drums, and, and just all these different instruments, and it was like all these different war cries, and everything, and and I remember just, I was just, it was, I never in this, in, in this part of my dream, I was never afraid. I was never afraid, but I remember I was just like dumbfounded about what was going on. And that I was stuck in the middle of this, just like revolutionist chaos. And I remember just listening to each side, just give their chance and, and to give their war cries and yell at one another. And just, just, just all this vileness, vileness, fight. Vi- vileness and just just the violence also just like coming out from all these sides. Anyway, I remember just as I was watching this, I remember just thinking in my dream. And I remember as I was praying in this dream that I'm describing, I remember just, just basically saying like, Lord, what is going on? Like what is going on? And so I remember like the sides chanting and everything. And I remember just like turning my eyes to this like tons of all these people all around me. And, and then in my dream, I remember just kind of turning away because there was a moment in the conflict that it kind of like died down a little bit, but it was, still, it was still like a revolution going on. And I remember from the corner of my eye, I remember it being my left eye. I remember seeing from the corner of my eye, this man just kind of like running towards me through the crowd. And it didn't really, like, surprise me. It wasn't something that caught me off guard. It wasn't, like, all of a sudden, like, I, I jumped. And and never at this moment, like, I have to pause for a second. Like, never in this moment was this uh, this dream a nightmare. Like, at this part in my dream, it was not a nightmare, which is so crazy. You would think that this would be, like, <gasps> you know, like, oh, my goodness, like, this is, this is a nightmare. You know, Jonah, what were you watching before you went to bed? Again, I wasn't watching anything. But anyway, I, this man lunged at me through the crowd in my dream. And he had a knife in his hand. I remember seeing it from the corner of my eye and seeing it enough that, like, I didn't, like, I remember, I, I think I tried to, like, fight him a little bit. But in a way, it was just, like, I, I wasn't, like, there to fight him. But I remember, like, he just lunged the knife right through my side. And I remember in that moment just, like, knowing, like, okay, I'm dying. And then all of a I died. And then in my dream, I remember waking up in my dream. Now, I'm still dreaming at this point. I woke up in my dream at that moment when I died, when I got stabbed through the side. I remember I woke up, and in my dream I woke up, and I was in this just like this, just beautiful, just peaceful, just uh, serene. Serene is a word that just always comes to my mind when I'm thinking about this recently. But serene, it was a serene house, and I remember one of the things I saw. I saw this like vine that was like growing outside of the window, and and it just looked very peaceful. It's like something you would see in a in like a Home and Garden magazine right like it was just something so peaceful and the furniture was just all beautiful and and it wasn't like crazy it wasn't like I was like in some like Victorian house or anything like that it was just like a very like a normal comfortable um peaceful home right like a home that we would all want maybe a home that you live in maybe right now you're watching or listening to this in a home like that you're like dang was Jonah at my house like no I wasn't I promise but I remember like in my dream just like I woke up and I remember just kind of like breathing heavy in my dream. And I remember like all that I can think about, all that I can think about. At first, all I had thought about was just like how peaceful all of this was. But then it hit me just like in my dream. It just hit me like, wait a minute. Like Jonah, like you just came from like right now everything's peaceful. But you just now came from like conflict. Like you came from a basically like a different world than what this is right here. And all that I can think about, it's, it was like in my dream, I had enough like knowledge and wisdom to know, like, wait a minute, right outside those doors. I remember I, I saw the, the the door to this house that I was in, in my dream. And right outside the doors, I remember in my dream, knowing that the war, the conflict, the revolution was still going on on the outside. I don't think I heard it or anything. I just knew there was something that told me in my dream. There was something that told me that there was still this conflict going on outside and I remember in this moment, just like, I remember just being like, Jonah, like you belong out there. You do not belong in here. But it, it was just like that, that thought kind of faded away because like, this was just such a comfortable and peaceful home. But then all of a sudden I overheard a person and I don't remember what the gender of the person was. I don't even I remember what the, what the person looked like in, in the dream, but I remember just overhearing a person and this person had a gentle voice. It wasn't like this person was freaking out or like being rude or anything like that. But this person just like was frustrated and I remember overhearing in my dream as I was laying there in this comfortable house just seeing this beauty and this comfort and this peace all around me. I remember overhearing the person that was frustrated like off in the distance in this house. They were frustrated because they left their cookies in the oven a little too long and and you know you may be watching or listening to this and you might be like, yeah, that's me, man. I leave the cookies in too long and I get frustrated. And like, I don't blame you. Like I would get frustrated if I like had cookies and it was like in the oven too long. But what was so just crazy about this, this moment is that I just came from this like conflict. This is like crazy conflict. Like the last thing I would have thought about in that conflict was cookies, I that, that, that would never that didn't even cross my mind at, at that moment in my dream and, and in real life that never would cross my mind that wouldn't cross your mind like if there's a war going outside your house right now like or, or wherever you're at like you would not be thinking about cookies I, I guarantee you you might be thinking about other things but you wouldn't be thinking about cookies but I remember what was hitting me was that this person is sitting here and, and they're just they're just going through this like trivial frustration And again i'm not in my dream i wasn't like upset at this person or judge like feeling like this person was like any less than but i remember at that moment that's where the nightmare started because i remember for the first time in this whole dream i remember just being like like god god lord 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 wake him up wake him up wake him up like cookies don't matter right now cookies don't matter and i remember it was almost like the lord was just speaking to me through this moment of just saying, like, Jonah, Jonah, like, these cookies don't matter, but how how often do you just spend time just f- focusing on things that are so temporary? When there's a war going out, there's there is so much a bigger picture that's going on outside of the walls of, of your world of, co- of comfort, and in that moment, I remember fe- being so distressed in my dream. I remember, like, you you know when you're, like, having a nightmare, you you force yourself to wake up, like you like you like do something in the dream, like you jump off a cliff or something and you like force yourself to wake up. It reminds me of that movie Inception. The only way that you can wake yourself up in that movie was for them to fall. And that falling feeling would naturally wake the body up. And in that dream, it was just like, I was just like, I got to wake up. I got to get out of here. And I knew I, I, I knew I couldn't get out of the house or anything like that. And and so I just woke up, and I remember waking up, and it was almost like the Lord just just like spoke to me in that moment, and he basically just said, "Jonah, what matters now? What matters now? What matters now?" And as I was like thinking about it later, I I as I was thinking about it, I was like, "Okay, what matters now?" Like I felt like the Lord was saying, "What matters now?" And I, I added it like, "Okay, well maybe the Lord was saying what matters right now," but like no, I just want to say like the the Lord just just was saying like what matters now. And I remember I just had, like, sweat on my, on my like, face and everything. And I remember just feeling, being so warm. And I remember, like, I looked at my clock, and it was, like, 325 a.m. And, like, I never wake up this early. I usually go to bed right now in the season of life that I'm in. As I'm recording this, I usually go to bed, like, at midnight. Like, I'm still, like, even though, like, I've been out of college for years, I'm still, for some reason, my body's still stuck on college time. You know, I'm still like going to bed and waking up as if I got class in the morning or something. Um, but I remember getting out of my bed and it was just dark all around my apartment. It was all dark. And I remember just like my heart was still beating a little bit and that, it was just ringing in my head. What matters now? What matters now? And then I started thinking about just like, and then all of a sudden it turned into like me just praying and just begging God. Like, God, I don't want to bake cookies in a revolution. I don't want to bake cookies in a revolution, Lord. I don't want to focus on stuff that doesn't matter. That's meaningless apart from you. Like, Lord, like I, I don't want to bake cookies in a revolution. And so I, I get out of my bed. And, and right here as I'm recording this, this is in my, in my room. So I walk out of my room. And I remember, you know, when you wake up and you're still kind of like stumbling a little bit because like your body's like trying to get its like motor skills going and like I'm bumping into the walls and everything and I'm like trying to like wipe the sleep from my eye and and I go to my fridge because I'm thirsty, right? And as I'm walking to the fridge to appease my thirst, I keep thinking about the whole idea in my head, comfort, 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 comfort. And I look outside, and and, and I'm weird, but I, I usually leave my blinds open. I just like being able to see outside in the night sky. And I, I like waking up and, and seeing the sun coming through the window. I know, it's weird. My my mom and dad would, 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 would probably tell me, like, oh, Jonah, you're crazy. You know, like growing up, I even did that. I, like, snuck the blinds open, and my parents were like, no, keep the blinds. You know, there'll be, like, creepers looking in the windows, but... But anyway, it's, it's, just, it's just something that – it's just something I do. And, and so when I walked into my living room, I had the blinds open. I'm on the third story anyway, so somebody's going to have to climb up my balcony if they want to look in. But, but I remember looking out, and I saw, like, the, the houses across the street, and, and it just looked so peaceful, so peaceful and i go to the fridge and it's nice and cold and and i grab my the purified water jug and and i pour some water and i'm i'm drinking the water and as as the cold water is just like going down my throat and everything and and i'm just drinking and drinking and drinking that water and and i'm just like whoa but all in the back of my head is still ringing what matters now what matters now what matters now so i go back in my room and and i'm still kind of tired but at this moment i'm like lord you got my attention like i don't know what that was but lord you got my attention and i went to my windows here you can't see it here on the, on the video but i went to my windows and and the the blinds the blinds were open and i was just looking out the window and i looked up and i saw the night sky and i saw the stars and i was just thinking like lord you are here you are here you are here you are here and also i saw a car come in and, and the neighborhood that i live is is Pretty regularly, regularly I see cop cars and everything, so it's it's, it's not something that surprises me. But so I was kind of looking out, and I was expecting to see some cop cars or something. But I, I saw this car coming in. This is I don't know what they were doing. It's like three o'clock in the morning, but they were coming in, and I see them trying to back up into a parking place. And they're, you know, having difficulty parking and everything. But I'm just seeing this person, a normal person. I don't know who it was. I don't know what they were coming back from. I don't know if it was work. I don't know if they were out late partying. I don't know. But they were just tr- trying to back up. And as I was watching this car back up, I was just thinking about just how how frail, and how just like how like just we are broken as people. Like like we're not perfect. Like we're, we're back when we back cars up, like we have to do it like three times. I know I do. I have to back cars up like three times to try to get inside the space. And so I'm watching this person try to get in the, the parking space at three o'clock in the morning. I'm looking up, and I'm seeing the, the stars in the sky and I'm just like, Lord, like, Lord, like, what are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to show me? So I remember going back in, in my bed and like, I, 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 part of me wanted to go back to bed, but then the other part of me is like, no, Jonah, like, this is like the Lord was saying, like, no, just, 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 just spend time with me. And so I, I, I knew, I, I knew I wanted to read the Bible, but I didn't really know where to read. And so I was laying there in my bed. And again, this is the other day I was laying there in my bed and I just put on the Bible app, right? Just like I did back in May 2011, before I surrendered my life to Christ, I was just I turned on my Bible app and and I just went to the read section, the the read. So it opened up whatever I had open last. And for some reason, what opened up was Psalms 8, Psalms 8. And I wanted to read this to you and 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 go into and just bring you into this moment as I was reading these Psalms, as I was thinking about the dream that I just had. And again if you're watching this live then it'll be it'll be recorded back and you can play it back later. But but with that I, I was reading Psalms 8 and this is what it said. It says this, Psalms 8. David says this. He says, "O Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. Your glory is higher than the heavens. You have taught children and infants to tell of your strength, silencing your enemies and all who oppose you." This is the one that really got me. When I look at the night sky and see the works of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you set in place, what are mere mortals that you should even think of them? And as I was reading that laying in my bed right after looking out the window and seeing the night sky, I was just thinking like, Lord, like David, like thousands and thousands of years ago was looking up at the same night sky that I was just looking up at. He was having the same thoughts about you, just being like, Lord, like, like these stars in the sky had nothing to do with me. But you are still so faithful. You are so faithful. And and you, 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 you just you crafted this world and how broken we are. You are so patient with us. But still you you still, the night sky still declares your war, your your your, your, your just worship and and your goodness and and just your your sovereignty and 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 as i was reading this david's saying like when i look at the night sky i see the works of your fingers the moon and stars that you set in place it just hit me like lord like you are the same you are the same you are the same and you care and you love us so much everything the stars in the sky are there in order for us to cry out to you and say lord you 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 are why i'm here you are why i'm here i'm yours and then he goes on to say like who are men Like, who are we that you would even think of us? We are so insignificant. And then he goes on to say this in verse 5, Psalms 8, verse 5. It says this, yet you made them only, only a little lower than the angels, and you crowned us with glory and honor. You gave us charge of everything that you have made, putting all things under your authority, the flocks and the herds and all the wild animals, the birds and the skies and the fish and the sea and everything that swims in the ocean. So as I'm reading this, and, and, and again, if you're jumping into this, I'm, I'm sharing a, a Something that happened the other day, I had this dream of this revolution that was going on and, and I wake up and I'm just thinking about just the the, the Lord, you know, like, like I'm, I'm just trapped in comfort here and, and, and I'm reading this in my bed and, and I'm thinking about the dream that I just had of this violent revolution and, and how like that, how there, there's so much that doesn't matter in chaos. There's so much that doesn't matter in chaos. And in this, it's talking about like, Lord, like you were above the chaos. Like, like you, everything declares your, your, your majesty. And I'm just thinking about that. But in my head, I'm still thinking about all the brokenness that I just saw in my dream. And then I turn to Psalms 9. And this is what David says in Psalms 9. He says, I will praise you, Lord, with all of my heart. I will tell of the marvelous things that you have done. I will be filled with joy because of you. I will sing praises to your name, O Most High. My enemies retreated. They staggered and died when you appeared. For you have judged in my favor. From your throne you have judged with fairness. You have rebuked the nations and destroyed the wicked. You have erased their names forever. The enemy is finished in endless ruins. The cities you uprooted are now forgotten. and and let me pause here real quick when you experience hell on earth these parts these these passages make sense right like when you come face to face with evil when you come face to face with brokenness like you you are crying out in that moment for a fair god like you are calling out for god to say god like you know like like fight on my behalf lord let this evilness just die let them you know be just wiped out you know why is it when somebody does something against us we call out to God and say, God, do something, right? But in reality, it's us that we are broken. Like, like if we're if we're saying, God, do something about this wickedness around us, right? And we don't look at the wickedness within, then it's a double standard. And so David, he's saying, look, look Lord, you are going to wipe out my enemy. And then he goes down to, to verse 10. And he, again, this is Psalms 9, verse 10. Those who know your name trust in you. For you, O Lord, do not abandon those who search for you. He says, sing praises to the Lord who reigns in Jerusalem. Tell the world about his unforgettable, unforgetful deeds. For he who avenges murderers cares for the helpless. He does not ignore the cries of those who suffer. And and just like David, in my dream, I was thinking about just all the injustice that I saw in that dream. But what's so crazy, and David does this a lot through the Psalms, David will always just freak out and say, Lord, there is so much evil. There's so much evil. Wipe them out, wipe them out, wipe them out. And all of a sudden, David, he always does this. It's almost like he just just breathes. And then he looks not towards the world outside, but then he takes his attention and looks inside. And this is what David says in Psalms 9, verse 13. He says this, Lord, have mercy on me. See how my enemies torment me. Snatch me back from the jaws of death. David's starting to to look inward, and he says this, save me so I can praise you publicly at Jerusalem's gates, so I can rejoice that you have rescued me. Heavy heart right now that is listening or watching this, do you feel right now that you were under so much and you just don't understand all this chaos, all this brokenness, all this confusion that's going on in your life? I'll I'll tell you this, in in that dream that I shared with you earlier, the moment that I saw face-to-face brokenness and evilness and, and the moment that I came face-to-face with my brokenness and my evilness and the fact that I can so easily settle for comfortability and a, and, and, and a, and a peaceful and a temporary just comfort in this world that's going to fade away when in reality we have a war going on. We have a war going on between evil and between good and we know that that Jesus defeated death on the cross. But there's still so much work to do right now that the Lord is using us. When we surrender, and we say, Jesus, take my life. We are yours. We are his ambassadors. We go into the brokenness on his behalf. And we we proclaim the good news that Jesus has defeated death to those that are trapped and enslaved by their sin. And, And in this war, we can so easily get caught up in all this comfort, all this stuff that doesn't matter and forget there's a world that is dying and going to hell apart from him there's injustice there's brokenness and what david says there in verse 14 he says save me so that i can praise you publicly heavy heart may we go and just be may we not just hold on and say that we know jesus but may we go publicly and not care about what this world does to us whether they shank us from the side or what But this world needs to know we, every single one of us, we're broken. We are broken. And from the pit of our hearts, there's a God-shaped hole, and we are crying out for a Savior. We are crying out for so much more than this world can offer. We're crying out for a creator, the only one that can fill that void. He doesn't save us from death. He didn't die on a cross just for us to live the comfortable life. He died so that we can declare publicly Jesus is alive and he's Lord. And he can deliver you from the brokenness that you so easily can settle for, that we so easily, that I so easily settle for. There's so much more than this. There's so much more than this. And then I flipped to Psalms 10. I'll end on this. And again, I'm thinking about as I'm reading this, I'm thinking about all this stuff that I saw in my dream, all the brokenness, all that, that revolution and, and, and in contrast to, the, to, to being in that comfortable house and the person just being frustrated about something so meaningless as cookies. And I'm thinking about the faces that I saw in my dream of the brokenness and the broken people just fighting, fighting, missing out that they are delivered from that. That they have a Savior. They have a Creator, Savior, and Sustainer. That has created them for a plan and purpose far beyond. That they can know their Creator. That they don't have to fight trying to find purpose and hope and comfort. But that's not here. That is, comfort comes from Him. I'm going to be comfortable when I'm standing in His presence. I don't care what it's like here. He's delivered me from the slavery to this. But That's what I'm thinking about. And Psalms 10 says this. Oh, Lord. Why do you stand so far away? Do you feel like right now the Lord's far away from you? In my dream, I did when I was standing there in the middle of that chaos. Why do you hide when I'm in trouble? The wicked arrogantly hunt down the poor. Let them be caught in the evil that they plan for others. Have you ever been caught by evil? Have you ever been caught by the wicked? Have you ever been just trying to do the right thing and all of a sudden somebody comes out of nowhere and just betrays you? You know what that feels like? Don't you think you have a creator, savior, sustainer that knows what that feels like? Jesus on the cross, he knows what that felt like. He says, the wicked arrogantly hunt down the poor. Let them be caught in the evil that they plan for others. For they brag about their evil deeds. They praise the greedy and they curse the Lord. The wicked are too proud to seek God. Heavy hearts, let that not be us. They seem to think that God is dead, yet they secede in everything they do. They do not see your punishment awaiting them. They sneer at all their enemies. They think nothing bad will ever happen to us. We will be free of trouble forever. Their mouths are full of cursing, lies, and threats. Trouble and evil are on the tips of their tongues. Guys, that was me. That was me. That was me. Before Christ, that was me. And that's you apart from Christ. That is us. That was David. They lurk and ambush in the villages waiting to murder innocent people. Think about the sex trade. Think about right now, right now in Macomb, Michigan, as I'm recording this, I could look out my window. And there's just so much crap going on. Right now, there's somebody getting barged in in their home, getting raped or murdered. There's brokenness and Evil. Like, what David's describing thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of whatever, thousands of years ago. Like, the heart of man hasn't changed. Oh, I don't need Jesus. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. Like, nothing has changed. Oh, yeah, this world is crazy now. No, that's crazy then. Our creator is, our creator has been pursuing after our hearts from day one. From Adam and Eve. If all this is made up, why does it still make sense? Why do I still need a savior? Why does David still need a savior? Why did Peter and Paul, why do they still need a savior? It's because this is true. Like lions crouching and hiding, they wait to pounce on the helpless. Like hunters, they they capture the helpless and they drag them away in their nets. What are the nets that we're settling for? What are the nets that I'm settling for? You know the net that I settle for so often? Comfort, pleasure, numbness, slothfulness, laziness, greed. I can never have enough. Guess what? Heavy hearts. If that's you, when we surrender our lives to Christ, we don't have to be defined by that no more. We don't have to be enslaved by that no more but you at that moment you are made you are redeemed your identities in Christ is no longer in the things of this world and no matter what this world does to us we can be like kids and say you know what my life is for the cause of Christ my life isn't for the cause of this rubbish anymore this garbage Psalms 10:10. Their helpless victims are crushed. They fall beneath the strength of the wicked. The wicked think God isn't watching us. He has closed his eyes. He won't even see what we do. Arise, O Lord! Punish the wicked, O God! Do not ignore the helpless. Why do the wicked get away with despising God? They think God will never call us to account. Get this, but you see the trouble and the grief that they cause. You take note of it and you punish them. The helpless put their trust in you and you defend the orphans. Break the arms of the wicked, evil people. Go after them until the last one is destroyed. The Lord is king forever and ever. The godless nations will vanish from the land. Lord, you know the hopes of the helpless. Surely you will hear the cries and comfort them. You will bring justice to the orphans and the oppressed so mere people can no longer terrify them. Heavy hearts, this is not our home. This is not our home. This is not our home. In that dream that I described earlier, when I saw this revolution going on, I saw the oppression. I saw the hurt. I saw the pain. And in that moment, if, 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 if I claim to know Christ and I don't go into that, then I'm a part of the problem. Life is not about our comfort. Life is not about me. It's not about us. It's not about you. Heavy heart. I don't want to bake cookies in a revolution. So much stuff that doesn't matter. There's some stuff I need to start selling. There's some there's some finances that I need to start putting towards the kingdom. And this is this is not. Goodness gracious, this is talking about preaching preaching to the choir i'm gonna have to preach this till the day i die you know what they say this and this is something i think about all the time they say you preach the loudest what you need the most i need jesus i need jesus i need jesus we need jesus we need jesus i want to end on that i want to end on that is there somebody right now is there somebody today is there somebody right now that is watching or listening that says, "You know what? Like, I'm a part of the problem. Like, I'm broken. I am broken. I'm selfish. And and I'm done. I don't want to live life for me anymore. I'm done. I'm done. I don't even want to. I don't even want to just help the help. I don't want to just help the helpless, just to do it for my ego boost. But I I want to be broken over this. I want to be broken over my sin. I want to be broken over our sin." I want to be the arms and the feet of my creator, savior, sustainer. I know Jesus has done it all for me and I'm done of running. I'm tired of running. I know, I know that one day I'm going to have to stand account for what I did with this life and what I did with my hands and my mouth and my eyes and my mind and I'm done. I don't want to bake cookies in a revolution. If that is you. And, and for the, and maybe this is your first time that you're saying, look, I am a sinner. I am broken. I need Jesus. Jesus, will you break my heart for what breaks yours? Take my life. I am done. I am done. I know that you died on my place. When, when you died on the cross, that was me. I should have been on that cross. That the wrath of God that was put on you should have been put on me. You died in my place. You, the epitome of love, the epitome of purity, You died as if you weren't pure. You died as if you were just a curse. And the wrath of God got put on you and not of me. And I'm done with living life as if I am my own savior or that I'm the savior that the people in my life need. If that's you, all it takes is a moment of brokenness and saying, Lord, I am yours. I am done just like me in June, 2011 in my room. I just said, Jesus, take me. I'm done. I'm done. I'm dying to myself. And Lord, you can take this wreck of a man that I am, this wreck of a woman, whoever you are right now listening or watching this. All it takes is a moment of surrender. Surrender, you're nothing. And I, I promise he's there. He's real. The tomb is empty, guys. Like This isn't folklore. This isn't. This has changed my life. Heavy heart, rest easy in your creator, savior, and sustainer. For those that have surrendered and you are followers of Christ, maybe, maybe you, like me, just, you're like, look, this is, this is a reminder. This is a wake-up call. I don't want to live for the American dream. I don't want to live for the comfort trap, but I'm done. I'm done. I want to use the assets and the gifts and, and the, the the internal gifts and the gifts, the, the, the tangible things. I want to use this for the kingdom. I want to use this to bring people to Christ. I want to use this for eternal things, not just temporary comforts. I don't want to bake cookies in a revolution no more. If that's you, all it takes. It's just, again, a moment of surrender. Just saying, Lord, forgive me. Break my heart for what breaks yours. Show me the things in my life that I have been storing up for me. But Lord, show me how I can start to be more intentional, to live life on mission for you. Maybe there's people and loved ones in your life that, that you know that, that, that the Lord's been putting on your heart, that you need to share the good news of Jesus. And you've never had that conversation. Maybe that's your next step, but each and every one of us has a next step, whether it's surrendering to Jesus for the first time and saying, look, I'm done. I'm dying to myself and I'm coming alive in you through your strength, through your spirit, not through my own ability, not through what I can offer. And maybe your next step, maybe our next step is saying, okay, what, what can I start selling? What can I start getting rid of in order for me to, 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 to be more intentionally living on mission for you? how can i how can i just use what i have in my life and and just put you in the center of it god you at the center maybe your next step is look i need to know the word i need to know i need to know your word god i don't know you whatever your next step is i just want to say this you are so 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 loved no matter what you've done no matter what you are doing Like literally, like Jesus is way what he has done on the cross covers it all. But may that not be something that we use just as an excuse for us to keep living as if we don't know him. <sighs> We're in this together. We're in this together. We're in this together. I want to pray for you. I, I want to ask you, pray for me as well. Like pray that but pray that I will will, will never Just never fall away from the truth. Honestly, that's the reason why I journal. I journal like like I can at moments of weakness, I can deny God's word, but like my own words hold me accountable, man. There's been times I read my own words and weep and I'm like, Lord, I've been missing it. (laughs) Wake me up. How crazy is it, right? I'm recording this and it's broadcasting over Facebook, and like, it's like, all over the place, right, I'm also recording this, it could be on YouTube, it's also going to be on iTunes, or whatever, right, like, we have so much things we can use for the kingdom, so much, if we could just get over ourselves, and get over our fear, you know, like, and it's so awesome, I, I don't know, we have the Spirit of God. When we, when you surrender your life, maybe even right now you just surrendered your life, what the Bible says is that we receive the same Spirit that dwelt in, in Jesus, the Spirit of God, the same Spirit that was in Genesis 1, that was hovering over the waters, that the Spirit of God dwells inside of us, and the Spirit enable, enables us and, li, and, and helps us live the life that the Lord has created us to live. He renews us. He corrects us. He convicts us, right? So how awesome is it that we don't have to rely on our own abilities our own strengths our own giftings anymore but when we live a life intentionally in surrender and obedience all we have to do is just rely on the spirit and when the spirit prompts us when the spirit brings to our mind the 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 word of god and all this stuff that all we have to do is just walk in accordance to the spirit you know that's so awesome it's so freeing knowing that you know anything good and me, anything good in you is only Christ, only Christ by the grace of God. But I just want to pray. And uh, as we, as we wrap this up, thank you so much for being a part of this. I am so pumped to see what God's going to do in your life. Feel free to reach out to me. I, I know this is probably long winded. This is just one take. Uh, this is a different type of episode. Usually it's try to, it tries to be around 30 minutes and everything, but uh, just, I just felt very led just to do something different with today. And I know the Lord's going to use it, no doubt in my mind. But I just want to pray for you and uh, just ask the Lord to just help us live life on mission, live life intentionally with Him at the center. Like, we need Him. That's all that this life is about. We're going to die. We're going to rot one day. But the Word of God, the the, the, the truth, Jesus Christ, our Creator, Savior, Sustainer, will live forever. And we'll live with Him through surrender and only through surrender and only through surrender to what He has already done for us. I want to live in His presence. I don't want to live away from him. I don't. I don't. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you so much that you made a way when there was no way. Lord, thank you for saving me June 2011 Uh, on the floor of my room, God, and those that are listening and watching this that have also surrendered their life. Lord, thank you so much, Lord. Those are my brothers and my sisters, Lord. Help us live in unity. Help us stop fighting stupid battles about cookies whether it be on social media or with our mouth. Lord, there is a world that is that is broken. There's nothing new, God. You took us out of that. But Lord, help us go back into the flames. Help us go back into the fire. Not try to live just life just around the comfort trap. Just meaningless, temporary stuff. Lord, we can rest and joy in you no matter what our external circumstances are homeless and still just have joy in you Lord we can trust that if you can provide like you say in your word Lord Jesus you reminded us that you provide for the birds how much more will you provide for us we can rest in that in the moments where we question your provision Lord we can lean into you that that you are growing character within us and you are refining us and making us more like you Jesus, there is nothing that this world and that our enemy can throw at us. Nothing that can take away that joy unless we allow it to, God. Lord, just please be with us, be with us, be with those that right now their joy has been robbed by the temporary crap and the schemes of the enemy. Return to us a joy that is found in you and knowing you, knowing that our souls are free in you, that we are yours. Freedom and knowing that. that We are loved by you and we are forgiven by you and that we know you and that we can know you more and that you help us live and and love as you lived and loved and 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 most importantly god we are going to be able to live forever with you in the presence of you but lord while we're here help us be intentional and put you at the center of everything Jesus, for those that, said that, that just surrendered their life through this, Lord, thank you, God. Thank you. Lord, help them live life now. Lord, they are alive now. Help them get plugged into a com- community of believers, of followers, of you. Help them get in the word. Help them be obsessed with what they have experienced, what they've seen. And that's you. That's not a podcast. That's not Jonah. That's not anybody else but you lord i became obsessed with you that night that is nothing of my own doing that's your spirit god and that's the same spirit that unites us all across the globe when we surrender to you thank you so much it's the same spirit that same spirit that was moving in david's life the same spirit that was in you jesus the same spirit that was in paul the same spirit that was in peter as he was crucified upside down for you for your name god the same spirit that was in john after he was tarred and he was just fingered all up on the the in, in exile on the island of Patmos as he has the revelation of, of the end of times, God. The same spirit that moved upon Samson to do the mighty things that he did. The same spirit that was that was in all the mighty people in the scripture, God. Lord, the same spirit that was hovering over the waters and the stars in the sky. The stars in the sky, God, when we look at that, may we always just say, God, how holy, holy, holy are you. And who are men that you are even mindful of us. Help us not be at the center any longer, Lord. Our life is yours. Please use us. We need you, Jesus. We can't do this without you. In your name we pray and we surrender Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. I don't know how long I've been, but God bless you. If this has blessed you, feel free to share it. I'm going to be able to upload this on YouTube, um, probably in a couple hours, um, but I'm also going to try to spice this up into shorter little chunks uh, so it can be a little easier to share um, and everything like that. But God bless you. Feel free to subscribe to this. I'm going to try to post a link to um, to the YouTube that you can subscribe on YouTube again. Not every episode is this long. I'm also going to give a link to um, iTunes and Google Play Music Store or even the, um, uh, the website colorandchaos.com where you can be able to view all of the, the different podcasts and all the different blogs that... that that I've been able to do throughout the years. Um, but again, we are in this together. I want to hear from you. Let me know how this has impacted you, what the Lord is doing in your life. And I just pray that, that no matter what, that you know you are loved. God bless you. You have a great day. And I'm going to try to figure out how to stop this. All right, I'm going to try to figure it out right now. Here we go.